0: Your go-to girls, Jill Vanek and Lauren Sherwin, flip the script and give you a weekly dose of career advice, banter, and the insider office gossip. You have all heard the phrase "your go-to guy." We are, are your, your go-to, go-to girls. To girls.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Go-To Girls. Thank you, Thank you Zoom for helping us with this recording this evening because we have a special guest who is joining us. And let me just say, this is my motivational guru, life guru. If you need a good person to follow an Instagram guru, health guru, making it all happen for me. She keeps me sane throughout my life. Jillian is joining us tonight. Thank you so much for being here with the GoTo Girls.
2: Guys, I'm so excited to be on this podcast. First of all, as like number one fan and listener, true honor. Thank you. Wait, we love you for that, that you actually listen. Wait, we love that Jillian
1: just actually like writes a review, um, on our actual podcast. And I think I might need to read that to everybody right now. Um, ladies period obsessed period. Thank you for bringing all the random tidbits with real life, tangible items period. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Legit. Yep. Just should Jillian get our merch? Jillian gets a sweatshirt. Jill- Jillian. What? Yeah.
0: People are going to be, be coming for you.
1: Yo, you're getting a sweatshirt. I love free shit. Yeah. Well, this is good merch. So you better rock this really, really nice. Cause this is coming your way. Cause that was a beautiful I review.
0: Cannot wait.
1: Obsessed period. You get a sweatshirt. Done. You get a sweatshirt. You get a sweatshirt
0: and you get a sweatshirt.
1: No, but we are so excited to have you on with us tonight. Give us a little bit of your background. Tell us a
2: little bit about yourself. Well, thank you again. Seriously, this is so fun. I'm, I'm just so proud of you guys watching it from the very beginning, seeing the teaser, the literal first teaser I remember. And it's just been great to be along for the ride. So thank you for having me a little bit about me. I am a mom of an adorable 16 month, uh, little girl named Parker the cutest little nugget ever. I love it. Her I'm girl, very, I love too. But she's great. She's super funny. She's all over the gram. So you can definitely go there. Um, I have a master's degree in occupational therapy, and I'm grateful that uh, about three years into my healthcare career, I actually found a health and wellness company that I partnered with, and I was actually able to leave my full-time income and do that full-time. And so I've been I've been with Isogenics full-time for, gosh, a little over six years. And always with the thought in the back of my head that one day I would have a family and one day I would have children and I wanted to create choice for myself. I didn't know if I wanted to stay home and be a stay-at-home mom. I still don't really know if I want to do that. Uh, but I like having the choice. It Makes me feel empowered and I like being able to help other people have that choice. So I get to uh be an orange theory coach for fun. I get to kick my ass on the treadmill. Exactly. When I'm just, like when
1: I'm like walk or jog, and Jillian's like, no, run and move. You no, know, Jillian <laughs> will
0: discuss Lauren's performance in yeah. Orange Theory. Trust <laughs> that is coming. Yes, that. were you your instructor when she Full blown fell off the treadmill and pretended she passed out. There. And she was like, "I have a low sugar glycemic index."
1: And they're like, "No, you don't." Wait, so Jillian Bree was working the front desk. I think Ray was teaching. No, I think it wasn't even Ray. I forget who was you teaching know, the class. Like, You're a liar. No, you And don't. I tripped. I like stepped a little bit on the side of the treadmill and I fell off the back of it. But I pretended to breathe that
0: I like passed out. She pretended she had diabetes. <laughs> Just to save myself. She's like, I'm a type two. And then they gave me a free water bottle in the lobby
1: and I sat there and drank it. But when really I just stepped on my foot, but I was so embarrassed. I didn't know what else to do. Thank God for Brie. You know what I mean? Thank God for her. I really wish
0: Jillian was your coach. I will. Um, (laughs) Guys, I have type two diabetes. (laughs) If you're pronouncing it correctly. (laughs) No, the people won't admit it. I full blown just
1: literally fell off my (laughs) treadmill. (laughs) I'm so, have you ever seen anyone else fall
2: off a treadmill? Yes, I've almost fallen off the treadmill. Are you kidding? It's first the of all,
0: instructor is saying,
2: <laughs> I love that, Joanne." It's very easy to do. If you don't uh, hit the stop button twice, like it takes a little time to come down. And I've had people literally go right off and I'm like, no, don't do that. Like yeah, I like hit the rowers. Like I went full
1: blown back, hit rower and then go, Oh my God. I'm passing out when really I just stepped on my foot. (laughs) Thank you Orange Theory Cherry Hill for always supporting me. Thank you for always
2: supporting me. I mean,
0: Jillian's seen it all.
2: (laughs) Jillian has seen seen it all.
0: She's like, yep, add it to the list. Yep. (laughs) That's just another day at Orange Theory.
2: Can I tell you, I have seen it all. I was coaching a class and the door, the back door was open because it was warm. And a man just straight up walked in. What? To do what? Stranger. On the street. Street. Stranger danger. Walked in and I m-
1: literally freaked out. I wonder okay. if he was at the Cheesecake Factory before for a nice cheesecake before he came in.
0: Oh, <laughs> is the Orange Theory who teach at and you go to in like a full-blown shopping center? Yeah, it's right next to the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, so people can meander through. Okay, okay. <laughs> but really- that's not like
1: welcomed.
2: No. And you're like, as if you're in a fishbowl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> While you're rowing, they're just like checking you out: like, what you doing, girl? What you doing on that rower? All right. Yeah. Wait. So, other than Orange Theory, Parker baby, who's the cutest little nugget. Isogenics,
2: you're married. I am married to an amazing guy who is also an occupational therapist. We met in grad school. Cute love story. Love, um, love yeah. story. A good love story. Um, we traveled the world together. We did like travel occupational therapy. They have fit for nurses, for PTs, all healthcare really. And so we've lived all over the West Coast. We lived on Maui for nine months. Um and Disney life. I was just gonna ask Jillian,
0: where is the favorite place you visited and lived? Yes,
2: I would say Maui is magical. Magical. Here Literally. today. On to Maui. However, we Wait,
0: your same slide. <laughs>
2: we couldn't live there. It is very far. It's very far. It's 12 hours on a plane. You Damn. are that's a little wild, exactly. So in the reality of the world, we would not have stayed there forever, but it was a magical nine months, I will tell you. Um, And I have such a love for that tiny island. And I would say a place that I realistically could drop all of this stuff and move to was Portland, Oregon.
0: Mm, okay. Little people, people, big world is in Portland, Oregon. People love Portland, but I feel everyone says it's so granola, it's out of control. Like if you're not hippie, to like the nines, you're not going to survive.
2: If you're not like driving a sub, if you're not right. like wearing tivas and like exactly. hiking and like walking without an umbrella in the rain, yes,
1: yeah,
2: from there. But you could go to Roll Off Farms. You could go to Roll Off Farms, which I think because is like outside of Portland. That's um, our dream.
0: Lauren and I are going to go there with Jer. Like we'll take the go to husband. We're going to go there. Like that's our dream. Jer's top three things in line
1: safari south africa alaska roloff farms with a tour by matt roloff and zach roloff I, that's it I, that's I all that man happiness. that's all that man needs to be happy is a tour
2: of roloff farms like, i'm not gonna lie i'm a big tlc fan Big love tlc i uh, need fiance oh. bye right love uh we don't really watch any more tv like we don't have tv and cable anymore but oh, excuse yeah. me yeah. Wait, tell me how
0: that transition happened you're for your family. Full blown gen. What's, what's what are behind your, us? Gen, what's behind millennials, Gen Z? Z's. Yeah. Are you a full blown gen Z? You're a core, you're not only a core cutter, you're just a cutter. Yeah. You're,
2: a cutter. <laughs> you're out of like everything. So we were before we moved into our house, we were in just like a one-bedroom uh, apartment. And this was before Parker, and we had like all the channels because I love Bravo, I love Food Network. Uh, I need them, right? I'd like just to have the sound on. Honestly, like I don't even have any options. Right. And Pete said, like, as I'm ginormously pregnant, and we're about to have this baby. He goes, you're not going to like have the TV on when the baby comes. Right. And I'm like, what? Uh, What? Yeah. And so I was like, I mean, like, she's not going to watch the TV, but like, I'm, I'm an adult. (laughs) Can you watch the TV? Yeah. And so when we moved, finally, so Parker was six months old, five, six months old when we moved and we net, we just never set it back up, which is smart. You just, it's so smart. smart. You smart talking about really cut the cord. I always talk about Jillian.
0: I literally have it. See, I'm the opposite of like what you should do. I have every streaming channel and Gable. My, my bills are probably like $4,000 a month. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, I don't,
2: I need to cut some cords. I mean, we have the streaming stuff. Like, we've got Hulu, Netflix. We have Apple TV now, because I got a new iPhone.
1: So that was Ted Lasso, get on that. Ted Lasso's excellent.
2: Ted Lasso, I fought it for so long. He's like, oh, my friend Mark told me about the show, Ted Lasso. And I saw the, like, thumbprint. And I was like, I'm not watching that. And he was like, let's just watch it, whatever. I was like, fine. Thought I was going to hate it. I'm a dying cracking up. I can't wait wait for Susan Sudeikis is my new man crush of all times. Every single episode, I was like, I don't want it to end. I don't want it to end. I'm like, I know it's coming to an end. I don't want it to end. Yeah. Obsessed.
1: Good. I'm with you. All right. So we are going to kick off this episode with talking around glamorizing this idea of overworking. And I want to quickly read this quote that you posted and get your thoughts on it before we get started, which is, we need to stop glamorizing overworking. The absence of sleep, good diet, exercise, relaxation, and time with friends and family isn't something to be applauded. Too many people wear their burnout as a badge of honor.
0: Thoughts Ooh. behind that? <laughs> drop the it, that's loaded. That's drop loaded the my. That's like a very loaded statement. For let's talk.
2: And I feel like I hope that whoever is listening, if that hit you where you're like, Ooh, like, oh, that's a little gut shot. Like that means it's you. That means that you need to me. me. right. And now listen, I came from healthcare and I cannot speak about corporate America. I it's the most weird space. In my opinion, my, my girlfriend who works in corporate America used to tell me that they had alcohol in their desk drawers. And I'm like, what? How does that work? And <laughs> <My desk
0: drawer. laughs>
2: so from a healthcare standpoint, this burnout, this lack of self-care runs deep. That if you are not a million patients overworked and productivity, <clears throat> you know, through the roof, it's like, are you even, are you why even show up? And to me, I care about like three things in life. I care about my kid, I care about my husband, and I care about living my life the way I'm looking to create it. And that's about it. And so when when I saw this quote, it's not my quote, but when I saw it it spoke to me immediately and I wanted to reshare it on Instagram and I feel that specifically for women we feel like we have to play the catch-up game. And it's something where men don't even have to think twice. After their baby's born, they go right back to work, right? Whether they want to or not, that's like a whole different thing. I'm sure they have emotions about it, but it is not the same. It is not the same thought process. Oh, what, how am I going to feed the baby? Oh, where's the baby going to go? Oh, what are we going to do with this baby? What about naps? What about this, right? Like, this is all that's going on through a woman's head. And I'm not taking anything away from your 10 male listeners who they're excellent. We're up to 11 <laughs> billion in our
0: data. Just it's
2: probably eight. <laughs> We're down to 11. Yeah. And I'm sure that they feel like, oh, I want to be home with my kid. But then the second they're out that door, I am sure that it is not a running list in their head. Oh, did I pack enough diapers? Did I do enough wipes? Did I do, right? That's all for women. And if someone is not a mom yet, or if they never want to be a mom, this overworking is then their badge of honor to say, oh, we'll see, like I I'm doing more. I'm doing more than is required go me. Now I can take that step up and I can prove my worth.
0: I think you, you really hit close to home, Jillian, in terms of, you know, I'll speak for myself. And like, that is, that is how I identify. Like I'm not doing a hundred things. Like if I'm sitting here on a random Saturday with nothing to do, I literally start getting anxiety. Then why, why am I producing? Why am I not doing enough? Why am I you know, you tie your self-worth into this so much. But you know, I really was excited to talk to you tonight because I feel like it's very much extremes. Like you're hitting the good middle ground. I see a lot of extremes, like I meditate for 40 minutes in the morning and then I go for a walk to clear my mind for an hour and a half. Jillian, you know, like I do, I gotta hit that shit running. Like our days start at 6:30 and don't stop till 10 at night. So like. Where's the balance? Where do you find that middle
2: ground in that kind of good, sweet space? That's such a great question because I think that's another aspect that people over glamorize. Yeah. I don't think balance exists. And I will say it like this. Right? We can see each other right now. Balance does not mean this. Does not mean 50 here, 50 here. Balance means this. Balance means this goes up and this comes down. Totally. And this comes down. And I think that as human beings, we struggle with because maybe not every human being, but the ones who are overachievers and who are workers are saying, well, if one's coming down, that's bad. I can't let this come down. But again, balance just means nothing is toppling over. It doesn't mean that both are exactly equal at 50, 50 or a hundred and a hundred. And I think that that aspect is something that I'm always working on. And I, I would not say that I have it perfect whatsoever. But I think that there are aspects of my life that, like I said, like I live in an organized chaos or a disorganized chaos. Like it's, it is not perfect. It is not always pretty. And that there are times that I have to say, have to say this is, good enough right now. Do yeah. I know everything I need to be doing? No. Did I forget something? A hundred percent. I mean I forget things each and every day. Might be a mom brain thing, but it might just also be, you know, the fact that yeah, I am working so hard in this aspect of my life that I let something over here dip a little bit. And that's something that I have to be okay with. And you just have to prioritize, well, which part Is it going to be for you? And that's something that only you can answer, right? That's not something that you're going to hear on a podcast and say, oh, that's the thing I have to prioritize. Like, no, that's going to be different for each and every listener. But I think that realizing that there is no one way, there is no perfect balance and it might change day to day of what comes down and what goes up, I think is key.
0: I think that's so important. Like you just said, like your priorities will change from day to day. And I think Nora Ephron had this quote, like you can't have it all. It's it's like juggling these glass balls in the air and one glass ball is going to take priority over the other. Like, it, it's just a myth that we tell ourselves yeah. that, you know, we can have it all at the same time.
2: Right. Even, uh, and and this is something that I do, and I've done a lot of personal development for myself and in my marriage, <clears throat> we've both done it because communication is the key. That you want to be successful, learn how to communicate effectively. Be able to go inside, figure out what you really want, what really matters to you, and then learn how to communicate that. And you will be successful in life and in anything that you want to do. And so especially being the mom. Because there are so many things jumbling around in my head, there are times that you just have to like be okay that like shit happens. So this past weekend, right? July 4th weekend, we went down and my in-laws live in Brigantine, So we went down for the weekend and we forgot Parker's like, like sleepy toy, right? That she like cuddles with. And I was like cursing and I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Right What's going to happen? Is she going to sleep? Right. And now, mind you, she has, like, seven stuffed animals in her freaking crib. But there's, like, one that she loves. That she likes. It's a cat. It's kind of ugly. I hate that it's a <laughs> cat
1: because I'm not a person. What's it name? What's his, does it have a name? We call it Cat. Yeah. <laughs> Can't lose cat. Like, Can't, uh, it's Cat. Uh, hello, it's Cat.
2: Back off. We need Cat. Like a rainbow-colored cat. It's hideous. But it's, like, her size. It's cute when she, like, hugs it and kisses it. And... Literally mantra, like uh, talking to myself, not to Pete or anything. I mantrad this is not a big deal. This is not a big deal. This is not a big deal. I had to physically out loud say that so I could then hear it back and be like, oh right, this is not a big deal. Yeah, this is not something that I need to freak out about. I go, I said to everyone in the house, I go, no one say the word C A T.
1: Yeah, okay. Nope. Yeah. Mm-mm. No
2: cat. Bring uh, it up. And guess what? She's fine. Did she sleep? No, she didn't sleep because she was like at somebody else's house and like, you know, right. going to Yeah. But guess what? She also didn't ask for the cat. So I was like, this is not a big deal. And so that's that is a technique that I use to remind myself, especially if you're someone who likes to control. Who doesn't,
0: girl? hands on that yeah. the go-to girls
1: have all four hands raised on that yeah. question yep I my mean, like, yep. control is my life
2: mm-hmm. You yeah. exactly and you're like oh my gosh this isn't going quotes the right way the way that I said that my control said it should go and I literally speak to myself I mean other people will be around me but I'll say it to myself This is not a big deal. This is meaningless. Whatever the thing is, I forgot the pair of shoes I wanted to wear. I forgot whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. That's the point is we make everything up, right? If you're a human being, you are a meaning making machine. You just make up shit about everything.
0: Yeah. Of course we're on this spinning planet. It's like, who are we? Who the F are we? Like mm-hmm. nobody. It, it's just wild when you think about it beyond like existentially. You're exactly right. So I guess my question is when you
1: decide when you want to make that thing a priority. So if it's like, say it's like for me, it's
0: that health and wellness is a big priority. Like what would you say for you as a big priority right now? a big priority right now. Like I really resonated with what Jillian said. Like I define my worth as like how busy am I? What yeah. am I doing? What's the product productivity?
1: Yeah. And like my worth is like what job I have, right. what title have, what titles yeah. associated with it, what company totally. is it, what brand. So much of my identity was wrapped up in that. And then when I lost my job due to furlough and layoffs and I lost that big brand recognition, I was no longer the Disney girl and I lost a lot of myself in that. And I'm worried that I'm going to repeat those same patterns because I find self-worth in those titles or those things that come along with it.
0: I think that that acknowledgement is huge. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I like what you just said, Jillian. And obviously I'm going to, I'm going to let you finish my <laughs> style. But you know, I think the fact that we're self-aware enough is, is step number one. Like it's a hard job to be like, shit that's how I define myself. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, that is step one to be like, oh shit,
1: this is happening. So then like, what did you do, Jillian? When you, when you kind of figured that out and you made, it just seems like you just have so much balance and you're like, when I look at you on Instagram, you have this time with your daughter, you spend this amazing time with Pete, you get to work out and do something you love. You're helping women like myself completely change their lifestyle habits. Like you're creating how did you get to that place to leave corporate America and decide this is the avenue I want to go down to
0: find this happiness? Because I don't know, are we really happy? Like, that's the thing. And also Jillian, I, I love that you're being real and honest because I think we need to talk to our, it's like, you know, I'm coming at the place where I'm single. Like does Pete have a great job where if shit hit the fan, he could support you. Like where are you in your marriage? Like, like what brought you to the place where you can make that decision? Yeah.
1: Wow, these are really great questions. And I don't think I've ever. Oh, these are like loaded questions. We asked you right? like eight in a row. So yeah. that's fine.
2: I'm like sweating right now. These
1: are loaded questions. Gotta look sweaty. I'm gonna be honest.
2: <laughs> and I would say so I decided to leave my healthcare position before P and I were together. So when, so we. I love that. Okay. Mm-hmm a very long time. We met in grad school because he's also an occupational therapist, but we were not together when I started Isagenix. We were not together when I left my job. Okay, we, girl, make your own make do your it, own business. Do it. Okay. Do it. Do it, queen. Do no it. We you. ain't got no time for that. Okay. Love that. Okay. And so that for me, I think has made like that aspect uh, easier in that sense where he didn't have a choice, right? Like he he came into this and I was already doing my own thing and I was already on this path of creating this life for myself. And l- luckily he was like, oh, I, I want that life too. So right now, literally as we're speaking, like our, our goal in the next 12 to 18 months is for him to actually go part-time in his job and wow. then more, more often. Because after Parker was born, he was like, well, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, I want to hang out with our cool kid.
0: Damn.
2: I get it, right? And and again, like, not everyone wants to have a kid. And not everyone wants to do that. Um, I think we need people who love their jobs and want to stay working. I think that it, just like what you said, it requires that reflection of, like, do I really love this? Is this what I want? Or is this dogma? And I've, I've just been told, well, this is what you do to be successful. Yeah.
0: It's really interesting. So Jillian, that's, what's fascinating. I love like, not secretly, but not secretly. Cause I'm going to say it out loud. Like, I love that. You're like, listen, this is my train. You're either on it or off it, Pete. Pistol Pete. (laughs) do you know what I mean like I really love that but talk to us a little bit about you know you were very vehement about starting your own business and doing that and I think that is vehement vehement it's an SAT world (laughs) yo that's a grad that's a grad school what if I've ever heard Uh, Uh, some degrees behind she got some letters
1: behind that name she needs to use more words like that you know,
0: and really, Jillian, what I love is you know, talk to us though because you know I feel like we talk to a lot of women who are, you know, confidence is an issue and something that people are working with daily. Like, how did you find that confidence to say, "Listen, corporate America, screw you! I'm going to do my own thing. I'm gonna, I I know my worth." Like, how did you decide to kind of break out and bust out?
2: So I think that this has come. From me being me, I, and and I'm sure that there is childhood, you know, uh, twinkled in there of like my parents and what they said to me and did for me. Um, and I'm super fortunate to have the best, most accepting family. I mean, I could have probably said, "I'm going to go to the moon," and they would be like, "Yeah, let's do it." Okay, you yeah, know, yeah, go girl, get
1: those NASA boots. You go with Virgin Airlines. You go with Jeff Bezos. You do, you girl, you do it.
2: They really are. They are amazing. And I vividly remember, and I'm sure that this has something to do with it. I vividly remember being a freshman in high school, getting an English class. And for some reason, the teacher put all of the desks facing each other. So there was like a a walkway in the middle instead of like all the desks looking at the teacher, if that makes sense. And two girls who were sitting on the other side of this aisle in the middle did not like me, would give me dirty looks, would like the whole thing, like, you know, whisper, blah, blah. And I'm like, are they talking about me? Like, I don't understand what's going on. And so I remember talking to the teacher about it and he was like, why don't you just like confront them and like, see what, see what's going on. And they literally said to my face, yeah, we don't like you. You smile too much. Mm -hmm. girl. And I was like, oh okay this is about you this has nothing to do with me exactly
0: and I don't think that but, Jillian we literally Lauren and I were talking earlier today you are a life guru <laughs> I'll just say that right now like I say all the time 99.9% of shit is not personal like it says a lot more shit about you than it says about me exactly you know what I mean like you got to be Teflon like, it, like I, I don't know that nothing is going to stick to me because that's your problem, sis. You know what I mean? I mean, at fifth grade, Jillian, that's a lot to tackle. But I'm just saying in real life right now, it's still a lot to tackle, but I get you.
2: And I don't think that I had that thought in the moment. I'm sure in that moment, I cried. No,
0: you're not enlightened enough at, at fifth grade to have that. I mean, yes. I don't know about you guys, but I was pretty enlightened in fifth grade, no. you know, with my unibrow, but, my bowl cut, just hanging out. But it's interesting that we still tackle the same issues at 39 and 31 or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right?
2: Like this, so this was ninth grade. So what are you like 14? Exactly. And it still happens. And I think that that's, again, it's about that other person. and. And that is a skill. That is a skill. Like we can say all day long, it is so easy to say, I don't care what other people think about me. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. Right. You do. I'm a human freaking being with a brain that, like you just said, is making everything up that it's about me.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm.
2: You cut me off. How dare you do that to me? Yeah. me how dare you honk at me right like we make it all about us when like maybe that person literally was trying to rush to the hospital because their mother is on their deathbed and they cannot visually see anything besides what is in front of them
1: so when did that how, how did you make that switch and is that just a mental switch that you need to make like was there a moment for you other than fifth grade which is just like bitches but, and how dare they say that to you? You have a beautiful smile. You're a wonderful woman. And that's not very nice. And I would fight those ladies to the death. If I knew who they were in fifth grade, you can call oh, them out if you want
0: them.
1: <laughs> gals, <laughs> you young gals. But like, was there a switch for you? Because I think one of the big things that Jill and I were really nervous about when doing the podcast was like, heat. like we might get heat, like, and like, yeah. what is that? Like we're putting ourselves out there. Like I'm talking about infertility and weight loss and we're talking about jobs and furloughs and layoffs and heavy,
0: heavy stuff. Like I mean, also I might get sued. I talk a lot of, about a, a lot of bad dates, Jillian. So they <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, come we'll after high. too. It's anonymity. But it's fine. But but like you said, it's very fascinating. Like I think to the day we die, we'll we'll hold some of this in. We wanna make it personal, but it's not. So so exactly to Lauren's point, how did you sort of hit that barrier and say, nah, I got this?
2: I think for me doing personal development. So I did the Landmark Forum when I was how old? I would say 26, which I... What is that? Yeah, what is that? The Landmark Forum is a personal development curriculum that literally just helps you have skills and tools to create freedoms in your life. So it could be for anyone, any age. I mean, they do the landmark form for kids who are eight years old, right? And oh. you're like, hey, eight years old, what kind of, you know. Right. What are you dealing with? What will? you dealing really right like,
0: this? Yeah. yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> but like that's when shit starts to happen. Yeah. And tells you one thing about you over and over and over again. And now that is your identity. Oh, you're so quiet. You're so shy. Oh, you're so quiet. Don't be so shy around these people. What do you think that kid's going to keep on doing? Yeah. You yeah. Go, oh yeah. I'm not quiet. I'm not shy. No. They're going to go. Oh, I'm shy. I'm a shy person. You you inherit that. You like personalize that, internalize it, you become that story. Yeah. Words are so powerful. One thing that I do with Parker all the time is affirm for her, and I will continue to do until she can say the affirmations for herself. And it like, would make me cry just thinking about her, but like, literally like you are strong. You are smart. You can do hard things. Like that's important to me that she knows life is not always going to be easy, but grateful I can do hard things. So when life is hard, that's okay. No one said it was going to be easy the entire time. Right but I can do hard things. Mm. I think it's like, I think it's those skills that they've learned and practice. This is the part that sucks. And anytime I talk to someone about personal development or any sort of transition, any sort of journey like this, I hate letting them know about the shitty part, which is it never ends. Yeah. And it's like, what do you mean it never ends? Like it never ends. You will never be above and beyond your brain. You will always have that drunk monkey that, right? Like you're doing this podcast and you're like, but what's somebody going to say?
0: Exactly. You're always thinking about it.
2: Always there. And the key is make it faster. Have the thought, make it faster. Have the thought. What's I'm going to say? Oh my goodness. What are they going to think? Oh, there's that thought again there's a drunk monkey that's like trying to literally keep me safe, right? Because that's just your ego being like, hi, I need to keep you safe. Stop trying to do new cool things because that's, we don't do that. Stay in your lane, stay in your box, stay right here where you are uncomfortably comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's so
0: interesting, Jillian, because I went to Thailand with one of my, two of my best friends. And you're literally reminding of that we we paid we paid full blown money to sit with monks, right? And 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 I was like, oh, we're gonna get these eighty five year old monks. P.S. They were twenty three, and um, they made fun of us for, for being fat Americans. Like they asked us about breakfast. They were like, what do you eat? Pastries and pancakes and waffles. I was like, mm, I think is we're getting duped, but. One thing they said that stuck with me is like, I kept asking them question after question. They're like, you have monkey brain. And that's exactly what it's so interesting. You said it like, they're like your thoughts jump from branch to branch to branch to branch. Like you can't stop your monkey brain. And as dumb as these 23 year olds were, and as dumb as these monks were like that monkey brain, I think is a really interesting concept. Like we're always biologically looking for the next thing, or what's wrong with this, or we're not settled, or we're not
2: okay with this, or like we're we're
0: looking for that anxiety. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: And even what you just said, like what's what's wrong with this? And I think that that's another reason that people aren't happy with where they are because they're always looking for the next thing. And and this <clears throat> this is something that I. Also struggle with because again it's that it's that control type A success hoarder because you hit the success right you you make the goal you take the action you hit the success there might be a few failures in there but you know that that's going to eventually get you to the success and when you hit it you say okay great what's next instead of
0: no time no time to even celebrate yeah
2: celebration zero. Holy crap! Moment, and I'm talking like this is something that I do consistently, where I will set a goal, I will work, 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 and then I will hit it, and I'll say, "Great, what's next?" I won't even have the pat on the back. Good job. Here's my
0: question, Jillian, because you know I really do think about this a lot, and and I agree with you. Like literally, you are ringing. You you could not be more my year. Like every graduation I've had since college. I have not gone to the graduation. I'm just like, what's next? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Like like, no time. Mm-hmm. But I guess my question is to you, you know, like there's no time we get it, but here's the thing I struggle with. It's a double-edged sword for me. I think that's also what makes me fucking great because I don't think I'm good enough and I want the next best thing and yeah. I'm going to work and I'm going to push. And guess what? You think you're better than me? I will fucking outwork you every step of the way. And again, that sounds cavalier, but that is my mindset. Like, how do you juggle that? How do you pacify that? Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? So you're not being a lunatic. Like there'll be there'll be weeks where I'll be like, I haven't even taken a day off. Like I'm a maniac. You know? you know what I'm
2: saying? Like, how do you juggle that or pacify that? And I think that the I, like you don't want to squash that. You're like, I'm successful
0: because it's what's makes you good. good it's like yeah. that weird
2: double-edged sword, right? Like, sorry, you're not successful. You didn't work as hard as I did,
0: right? Like, you don't put in the time. You don't wake up at five a.m. You don't fucking grind. I ain't a solid core at five a.m. I'll tell you that right now. But you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like that, mm-hmm. like that's a thing. Like, I'm no, gonna no, wait. I'm awake while you're asleep. Like that mm-hmm. whole montage.
1: But I want to ask you this: Like, does that? that grind that you and I have, I think that when we have, and look at us, we're doing a podcast. we have full-time jobs. I think people ask us all the time. They're like, oh, it's so funny. You do a podcast full-time. We're like, are you kidding me? Like
0: we're here 10 at night. Yeah.
1: We do episodes and we love it. And we want to inspire women and create it in a fun type of lighthearted environment create that. But like at the same time, this brings us joy and makes us happy. My job, does that do that? I, I think sometimes my husband brings a lot of joy to my life, but I think I struggle like, Jill said, "Like I want to be that badass. Like I want people to know what I'm doing. I want people to be proud of me. But again, where I struggle is: am I doing it for others? Am I doing it for recognition? Or am I doing it for myself? Yeah. So what's the answer? I don't know. Yeah. Because like, did I get an MBA for myself, or did I get it to put on my LinkedIn and have it on my resume to be able to get the next job?
0: Like, it's a lot of self analysis." Check. It, yeah. It's a lot of self-analysis. And, and, and I think it's really interesting, Jillian, because I love everything you're saying, I but, too. you know, I think it's a balance of, you know, what is really for me, but also like, let's face facts at some point in life, like you got to have a degree, you got to have stuff to move up in the world. And like, there are certain entrances, there are certain ways you get in the door. And I know that game, I play mm-hmm. that game and I play it really fucking well. Yeah. And that's what we thrive on is like,
1: we don't need the go-to guys and all these men to create this platform. Like we are women who can create that for ourselves and we can, we can do it. But I think you're right. It might not be having it all at the same time. There's never going to be a 50-50 balance. But when do you prioritize certain right. things in your life to be like, we are badass women who are doing this. Like Jen, you are a badass mom. You're a badass wife. You are badass helping women and create income for themselves. Like, I guess, how
2: do you find that balance really? I think what you guys just said It's asking questions.
0: Yeah,
2: the answer is always there. You already know. Yeah, the answer is never outside of yourself. It's always inside. You might have to quiet your mind and be like, "All right, shut the fuck up," so I can figure out what I actually want. And then here's what I think most women forget: is that just because you make a choice does not mean that you are stuck in that choice. Yeah, you're not married to it. Yeah. Make another one, another one. So like I said, I didn't know, do I want to stay home with my hypothetical children that I will have one day? Like when I first made that, I don't know, but I want the choice. And Mm. now we're here, I'm 16 months in and I'm so grateful that I have something outside of being Parker's mom. I love being a kid's mom. She's hysterical. She, today we're in Trader Joe's She's standing in the cart, whatever. Moms will judge me. She's inside the like cart part of not sitting. It's she's not, moms sitting. like me. Are like, cool, cool. That's a awesome. awesome. cool mom. She's got mom. no shoes on. <laughs> you girl. Never <laughs> shoes. And she's holding her thing of berries that she's got. And she's looking at these two employees, going, hi, hi, hi. Like we'll not stop saying hello to them. They're oblivious. They do not see her. They do not hear. Her. They're having their own conversation. So we're standing there. We're waiting. There's a break and she's going, waving, hi, hi. And I was like, she has been impatiently waiting for you to notice her. (laughs) Right. For some love, show her some love. Show it. Please, please, hello, say hello to the adorable child. And that's it. Like, and I'm like, this is hysterical. Like, thank you for being awesome. You know, the other day I said to her, she said something. She knows one number, it's the number two. So anytime she has something, she always has two. And I was like, that is too. You're right. You're so smart. Do you know you're so smart? And she goes, yup. <laughs> no, again, maybe she was just saying, yup. Cause she says, yup or nope. That's like, you know, yeah, so we're good. And, and cat and cat. She does no cat. Yeah. And I was like, well, there you go. My parenting is done. You are good. Bye-bye. Like I was just like, that's it. You're good to go kid. I love that. And
0: I it's love that, Jillian, because you said like, You know, again, and and this is really not a judgment. I think this is more a reflection of me. You said you hit it on the head. Like, I'm I'm not just Parker's mom. Mm. That's a huge part of me, but I am me. Like, you know, it's really interesting. A word that I think is used to describe women a lot that is never used to describe men is selfless. Ooh. And I can't stand that word. It it literally eviscerates a a visceral reaction. Selfless means a loss of self. Go fuck yourself. I never want to be selfless. I never want to be described as this. I know who I am. I know, like, I love that you said, I can be Parker's mom and be fucking great at that, but I can also be me. Do you know what I mean? I really think men don't have to deal with that identity crisis. They it
2: don't even occur to them,
0: right? They're mm. not expected to be either, or they're just who they are. And women are expected to be either, or
2: I saw a quote the other day and I can't remember who posted or where I saw it. I'm sure it was on Instagram and it was <clears throat> women are expected to work. Like they don't have children yep, or like they don't have a job. Yep. It's was- so true. Like, and I literally thought that is fucking bullshit because there is no man, husband, father who has to experience that.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Again, yeah. it doesn't even occur. It's not the in their realm yep. of reality. And it is in every single woman's realm. Yeah.
0: And and I love that you said that. I think it's in every woman's realm, and, and And again, I will speak for myself as a single woman, but- I think it's in my realm too. Like my mom was the one who knew when my swim lessons were and when this was, they both worked. My dad would be like, still to this day, Julie, my dad's like, who, your friend, Amy? Um, Mm. Yes, she's been my best friend (laughs) since sixth grade. (laughs) Like, do you know what I'm saying? Your mom knows your shit. And that is a whole different level. Like, it's just very interesting as women. I think it is a very different conditioned role that you play. Yes.
2: I think one thing that has helped me, it's so funny, this happened today. Um, there are aspects of motherhood I despise. And yeah. one I of it, you just said that. Yeah, like despise, I despise it. I despise <laughs> it.
0: That makes me feel better as a single one. I look at mothers and I'm like, how are you so cheery? And you love your kid. I have a dog and 50% of the time I call him an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'm like, you're a piece of Not shit. Not you, angel baby. Not oh, you. Do, do, do. Do, do But you know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, Jillian, I love that you just said that. Like, I'll full-blown so be like, I hate you right now.
2: Right. And and I will say, like, <clears throat> I'm learning so much about myself mm. parenting her. Yep. And I, uh, I say the same affirmation I say to her. I go... When she was a baby, it was pandemic, right? It was a straight up pandemic. She's a pandemic baby. So it was just her and I. Pete was working because he's in healthcare. So he had zero furlough time. Like it was, it was just us. And I remember just saying to us, we can do hard things. We can do hard things. Again, affirming it over and over and over again. Because it was fucking hard. Yeah. Mm, really hard. Hard being alone, having a newborn. Literally COVID, like who the hell knows what's going on in the world, right? Like,
0: We're all going to die. What's the point?
2: I mean, in the very beginning, like literally nobody knew a thing, right? And that was something that I learned myself. I'm like, look at this. We can fucking do hard things, right? And it would happen. I'd be like, oh,
0: we did it. Yeah. Love that.
2: There are aspects that I do not like. So she is one of the messiest eaters I've ever seen on the face of the planet. (laughs) Any food. Throw your stuff, girl. Yeah, it's everywhere. And I'm just like, okay, I know I'm not the neatest person, so maybe this is my fault that you are me. And I think it's disgusting that there's food. Everywhere. Like makes me want to go Like, (laughs) And the Jillian's
0: dry
1: heaving on the other side the <laughs> on the
2: Zoom. She's like dry. Like oh god, right? But then like there's this aspect where I'm like, if I squash this, if I go, oh no 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 no, don't touch that, don't do. Well then this kid's gonna grow up freaking neurotic that she can't make a mess and can't touch things. Right? Like these are the things that I'm thinking. So I'm like, okay, accept the fact that this is fucking gross. Let her make a mess. Gets in some sensory play. Right. And then clean it up later. And I hate it. We I can do hard things. Like it's
0: OCD. Like you're literally like, oh my god, I want to clean it up now. We can do hard things. Yep.
2: We can do hard things. And here's the thing: like, if anyone listens to this and they're like, mm, Julian's not a clean person. Like, I'm not clean. You will see my desk. There's shit everywhere. But like, that's like messy. I'm not like, I'm not like dirty. Dirty. Yeah. No, we got to. And so it is one thing. Like today, she's freaking eating avocado, peach. It's getting everywhere, and I am just like, "Mm-hmm, okay, we're yeah, okay, all right, we we're can fine. do hard thing. Good, yeah, we're good." I Affirmations for nap. Okay, like wipe her down. I'm like, "I'll come back to you," and like look at the you know standing thing that she has, and I'm just like, "Ugh, I hate this." Like there, like I literally hate. I'm like, and I thought to myself. <laughs> I wish that my mom was here because she would clean that up. <laughs> moms. moms. Shout out to moms. Just moms just doing real. it. For real. Like, like my mom would have 100% cleaned that up, you know? And I'm just like, and I would have came down and it would have all been clean. I'm be like, oh, thanks. Thanks so much for doing that. Because like, th- that is my mom. My mom literally will do anything for you. Yeah. Almost all, Right, Because like, now I don't want to do those things. And so it's like that aspect where I'm like, okay, this is the balance. I hate that she's making a gross mess. I hate it. And we can do hard things. This is not a big deal. This doesn't matter. Like, hey. it, mm-hmm. and this you. is okay. so- and, like, are the things that are going on in my head, like as she's literally smushing avocado. Oh. Her Thank God.
1: She's so cute. Thank God. She's so cute. All right. Wait, so Jillian, our question we have to ask and all of our interviews with all of our guests that we have, who is your go-to girl? And it could be right now in life, but if you think about your go-to girl, who is that person right now for you and what
2: qualities do they have? I think my go-to girl is a friend, a confidant. It doesn't even have to be someone I'm super close with, but someone who allows me to be myself Mm. but it's always helping me be the version that I want to be this snaps
0: preach preach, Jillian. Yes, girl. That's one of the best answers we've ever
1: had. You are just bringing all the feels tonight. I'm going to go. I'm going to go reevaluate my entire life and I'm going to tell my things I can do hard things and we're in love. We're just in in love love with you. Thank you for doing this. How can people connect with you to go get inspired by you feel like they're ready to run through a brick wall like I do every time I talk to you where can people connect yes. with you and
0: Mine say they have type 2 diabetes <laughs> like, oh,
2: <laughs> <now."> <laughs> um you guys are absolutely amazing i seriously cannot thank you enough for allowing me to this is so fun because this has been so much fun and next time we will do it in person with champagne um yep
1: yep <laughs> drink, yep. Yep. yep yep <laughs>
2: On Instagram, Jillian Klein Antenor and on Facebook, Jillian Klein Antenor. It is Jillian with a G. So That is the only...
0: I was just going to ask
2: that, Jillian, like spell your name,
0: Jillian, because there's a lot of different versions. And we're going to
1: tag you know. too in the episode right. information. So if you guys want to know, go to the Instagram right. page. We'll tag all of Jillian's contact info there so you can follow her and check her out too.
2: And, so it's G-I-L-L-I-A-N. And I have both names because as the last episode you talked about, Giving up your name. I had a real, real hard time with that. Girl. Yep. Yes. yes. I had so many thoughts on that. And it's so funny because my initials before getting married were GBK. My middle name is Brick, B-R-I-C-K, which is my mother's maiden name. Oh, yeah. I love that. Bricky, Bricky. So it was like a fun, you know, GBK. And now I don't have that.
1: And I feel you. I was Lou. I was L-E-W loving it. I'm L. W S whatever that means. I got nothing. I got nothing now. No, no I just got me. <laughs> and Jill's got Jill. Jill's <laughs> got Jill. Jill. Jill's Jill. Jill's got Jill.
0: Jill says Jill. Jill says Jill. Jill. They- no, Jillian. You're Jillian, you're just Jill. No, Jillian. I was always so jealous of the name Jillian. I am just Jill. I was supposed to be Jennifer. Swear to God, my dad left. My the nurse walks in with my mom and goes. What are you going to name her? She goes Jennifer, and she goes that's a ninth Jennifer today. My mom goes never mind, it's Jill. (laughs) And on the spot, name you Jill, straight up, no Jillian out. That's amazing. I'm always jealous of Jillian, so I feel like we're kindred spirits. (laughs) Kindred spirits, but
2: Jillian, thank you
1: for doing this. Thank you for inspiring us. Love you. I can't wait for everyone to connect with you and get as inspired from you as I do. And just thank you for spending the night with us.
2: Thank you. You guys are amazing. I'm so proud of you. You are the ones who are helping so many women. And I just want to let you know someone asked me about a podcast recommendation and it was via Instagram. And I put it in, put in go to girls podcast. And she what? goes, oh, I just started listening to this. And I uh, yes. it was, yes. I was yes.
1: ambassador. Ambassador.
2: No, but she had already found you without a me.
1: Sweatshirt. Somebody's getting a sweatshirt. Oh, someone's, someone's getting, getting a, a
2: sweatshirt.
1: sweatshirt. <laughs> That's so watch, watch, YouTube watch it out, watch and it and
0: out yellow and it's really fun let's do a little promo
1: <laughs> if you want to get a sweatshirt write a review like jillian did and maybe you'll get a sweatshirt maybe you will get a sweatshirt <laughs> you better take a picture of it. it's actually real cute it's real cute. jillian we're sending you one you better take a picture <laughs> i'm gonna bring it so to your house but all the time it's cute. It's real, real cute. So yeah. Jillian's getting the first sweatshirt. I know all of you are jealous. Write the review. Check well,
0: out- Write a review because you'll get another
1: one. If yeah, we are giving out more if, if it's good. More. If it's good. And you might even get invited to come speak on the podcast. What? Yeah, we well, can get sweatshirt for positive reviews.
0: Yeah. If you- oh, Jillian, if it's not five-star, mama, don't take it. If you it's know. a three, so go three, three, go home. We ain't got time
1: for no, no. threes. Go to bed. Twos, go away. Go, go give somebody else your three. Like I tell Tops,
0: go night-night.
1: Yeah, but everybody- Check out go to girlspodcast.com. Make sure you go to the website, go2girls Podcast on Instagram. Send us anything, any recommendations you have on the website, people we should speak with, different topics you want to talk about. And make sure you give us those reviews. Jillian, thanks for being with us tonight. You're Love the best you girl. You're the best. All right. Talk to you soon.
0: Bye.